Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, just chiming in before uh, the episode starts to say hi. Thank you, uh, everyone, for listening to this. Uh, just a, a little warning. This is a very dumb episode for me as far as uh, I'm just all over the place. I'm a blithering idiot. Um, I was down a pint of blood when I was podcasting, and I probably should have not smoked uh, but I did. Uh, I was told not to, but I did anyway. Oh, well. Um, so it made me probably stupider than I usually am. So I am all over the place. Uh, I did make a little edit later on in the episode because I mentioned my son's name, and I am not going to be doing that. So you'll hear an edit s- later on in the episode. No big deal. Other than that, uh, you know, it's just another podcast from your favorite asshole. Thank you all. Bye. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for Balloon Up Radio! What's going on, everybody? Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. For you people that live in cold climates in the north, it's fucking cold. And why the hell... Are we living over here? Like, it's fucking crazy. Now, I've mentioned it many times. I live on Long Island. It's cold. It gets cold. And I, I used to... And, and I'm going to say I used to because I'm not going to do it no more. I'm not going to complain about, oh, the cold wind from the ocean. The ocean's fucking warmer than what those motherfuckers that live up in Buffalo and all you people that live by the Great Lakes... Holy shit, it's not even close to being the same. It's friggin' freezing up there, man. I've gone to Buffalo in the last couple of years quite a few times because my son uh, goes up to the university up there. Uh, he's in UB. and uh, But when I go, it's good weather. I mean, there's no, there's no snow on the ground. Like, the coldest I ever went, it was after... After the snows were melting and everything was flooded, but it was nice out, you know, it was like May and uh, it wasn't cold, but uh, all the snow was melting. Now I could tell there was a lot of snow because I was seeing like little league baseball fields and soccer fields flooded. I'm like, oh shit, man, that's a lot of snow melting. But, you know, snow is one thing. Some people live in the snow, but they're not getting that, that wind like the lake effect, the lake effects wind that you guys get up in the, let's say like the Buffalo and Illinois, Chicago area. Oh 
my God, Michigan, all those fucking places up there that's by the Great Lakes. It is fucking cold. I never experienced that. I, I wanted to, I was going to try to meet up a Bitcoin dude. Um, he lives up there and, uh, you know, we tried to get together. We got together once, had some beers and shit, and, you know, we talk and shit, but uh, uh, I was going to try to get a hold of him, but uh, I just didn't have the time. Uh, I was moving my kid back in um, into school and shit. Uh, he had to take the last semester off. I'll probably get into that uh, now that seems he's okay. It's only been a day, but it seems okay. But, you know, that situation is different, so I'll come back to that. Um, but yeah, it fucking, I mean, I'm cold right now, but that's because I got out of, uh, I was taking a nap. Uh, today did not work. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not high yet. <laughs> so let's take care of this right here, right now. I don't have much. Ooh. I don't know. It's like a little bit of a mix. <coughs> Wife and I came back yesterday. It's like a six and a half, seven hour drive. <coughs> this guy all over the fucking road. Stay in your fucking lane, you cocksucker. Stay in your lane. Pick a lane. Pick a lane, dick. I fucking hate people. Get off your fucking phone. Shit. Goddamn people. Take two lanes. Fucking pick a lane. Look, this guy's, why are you, who are you giving the high beams to? Who are you giving high beams to? I will fucking stop and smack you like a fucking motherfucking bitch. Oh, I hate people. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. So yesterday, the wife and I, uh, it's a six and a half, seven hour uh, drive back. Um, we really didn't stop to eat because we were, we were, uh, you know, we had some snack. We had some like uh, pistachios and we had, uh, whatever. Anyway. We had some snacks and shit. We didn't have to stop. So it only took like six and a half hours. We'll say almost seven hours to get home because I stopped to get gas one time. And uh, I stopped another time to stretch my legs and shit. So uh, the reason why I was mentioning that is that me me and the wife, uh, we smoked a lot on the way back home. I didn't have much shit left going into the weekend because we knew we were going away. Um, I had this giant bud left. Rather, let's say my wife had a giant bud left, and uh, we smoked, we smoked it on on the way back last night. Um, and we enjoyed ourselves, we enjoyed our comp- each other's company, and in making f- me and her, it's funny. We'll, we'll just laugh at at certain things while we make fun of people and shit. Uh, the reason why I say that though is I don't have much shit left. I had like a little bit of shake in the bag, plus I had this little tin, I had some shit in, so I mixed it up. I've, I've a little less than a bowl here, so um, even though usually uh, when I'm recording this, it's Monday the 28th of January, and usually those Monday uh, podcasting, my the, the radio show, I hate the word podcast, I really do, podcasting is nice, I, I like that, because I can do this. That shit's all like that shake and shit. Ooh, it hits hard though. <coughs> Ooh. Oh man. Now, today, I'm gonna go to work. I had grand jury duty. Now, uh, for those of you that 
follow me on Twitter for a while. If you remember last year, we'll say about six months ago, uh, I had grand jury duty and I was uh, trying to get out of it. So many, so much great advice from you guys out there. You know, of course, most of it is silly, makes me laugh. But how I got a two-year, two-year deferment. <laughs> how I got a two-year deferment is hilarious. So uh, I live around the middle of Long Island. Like I'm more in Suffolk County, but I'm kind of. If you're looking at the map, I'm kind of hugging that Suffolk. Suffolk County, Nassau County line. Uh, but I'm kind of in the middle of Long Island. Like, from one way to another, it's going to take the, about the same amount of time to get from one end of the island or into the city. So, I'm pretty much in the middle. Uh, our, for some reason, Long Island's, like, capital, or at least Suffolk County's capital, or whatever you call it, yeah, you write the capital even if it's just your county. Uh, it's in Riverhead. And that bitch is way out east. It's, if you look at a, a map of Long Island, it looks like a fucking fish, right? With the two tails and a head. Kind of looks kind of like a fish, right? So you got the North Fork, South Fork. Now, Riverhead is like right in that, like right before it splits. Oh, I'm sorry. I got some phlegm here. Uh, it's like at the end of the island before the two forks. Uh, and it's kind of out there. I mean, it's not like way out there. It's not like crazy, but still, the old, the friggin' jury duty, I got to drive like a half hour, 40 minutes. And um, and like I said, it's grand jury duty. So that's just like murderers, rapists, like all that shit. So it's a minimum. It's a four-week commitment. Like, it's four weeks. That's that. Uh, it usually never goes less than four weeks. And occasionally, it goes longer than four weeks. So, you know, listen, I don't got that fucking kind of time. I wish I did. Like, if, if I can get paid to do it, then if I can get paid to do it, then yes. Uh, I'll do it for four weeks. That shit would be, it would be interesting. Because I never, you know, you see that shit on TV, you know, whatever. I know it's dramatics on TV, of course. But, uh, you know, you to me it's interesting and I would have I would like to experience it one time in my life before I pass on just to see how the system really works because you know as far as the way we look at it the executive and uh, the executive and the uh, I don't even know anymore see I'm so out of so far removed from school that and I don't care about politics or anything like that I just know I pay taxes things freaking happen, my trash gets picked up, my roads, pretty much, I can drive on it, I mean, I might have to do some friggin' stunt driving around some of these giant potholes, but in general, things work, you know, I get my utilities, I have no complaints, you know, uh, as far as that, so uh, I pay my taxes, I'm safe, no one bothers me, I don't bother no one, and I live my life, so... Okay, I don't need to know uh, about the three branches of the... But I know it's judiciary, it's the executive. Wow, man. I feel like a fucking dummy. That's what happens. I 100% will know this the second I'm not high anymore. 100%. Um, but uh, as far as what I hear or when people talk about the 
different the, the different branches of our government. The judiciary is the one that, on the most part, on the most part, is like right on. Like what you see is what you get. You know, like it works. But that's not to say there's no corruption there. And that's, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm pretty sure everybody feels the same way. Even people that are committing fraud, they'll, they won't admit it. They will say, yeah, fraud, you should go to prison for like 20 years if you're committing fraud as a public servant. If you're a congressman, a senator, assemblyman, a fucking judge, a judge that has people's lives, like you, you have direct control of people's lives and you fuck that shit up because you're corrupt. Now making a mistake, we're all human and that sucks too. That blows. But as far as because of corruption, someone got paid on the table, you got you know, they put someone in jail to make an example of somebody. That's evil shit. That's evil. And you should go to jail 20 years. Same thing with the police officers. Like, again, we're all human. And we, you know, we all could be holier than thou. You know, oh, you know, these cops shouldn't be killing people. I wouldn't do that. You are not in a life and death situation. And and maybe that's a strong, a strong thing to say. But put yourself in a mind frame of a police officer. Police officers are called when? You're not calling a police officer to come and party. 911, what's your emergency? I'm having a fucking awesome party and you're all invited. Woo! None of us is doing that. When the police get called, they're getting called for some shit. A lot of it is just creepy, bad, evil shit. They're dealing with bad guys almost all the time. They are dealing with people like they have to be on the lookout because, you know, they're targets. I have a very, very close relative. I might have talked about it in the past. Um, uh, my brother-in-law, he is a, he's a sergeant in the NYPD. He is a terrific fellow. He is awesome. He, he, he's just awesome. But you know how he he has no hope for humanity and that's because he deals with nothing but shit but shit and he's in new york city and he's not in manhattan he wishes he was in manhattan because manhattan the worst thing with manhattan is drunks and friggin probably domestic disputes which when he first started he was in um oh he was out in the queens area and and he was lucky. He was not in a bad area where there's high crime and shit. He was in the area. It was a lot of Jewish people. And, uh, you know, I mean, but everyone, like rich areas, poor areas, they all have their issues with the law. Now, regardless of what you and I interpret the law or what you and I think the law should be, that's, that's hearsay. We're not, let's throw that out. What's law in the books there's problems in every society, rich, poor, everything, right? So, Manhattan, or like, well, I was saying, my brother-in-law, when he was in that Jewish area, he, um, 
it was a lot of domestic disputes, a lot of domestic di- disputes and drunk, you know, getting drunk and hitting people and shit. Like you know, that was, was fucked up. Uh, domestic disputes is horrible. That's heartbreaking. And that was his first like experience. Like you expect as a cop, you're gonna see a dead body, you're gonna see someone shot, you're gonna see murders, you got it, you're gonna see shit. Some people go into that detective work. Now, my brother-in-law, he wanted to always be like a park ranger. Like, he wanted to just serve his time. He wants to retire, and that's that. He wants the safest thing. He has his own family. He doesn't want to deal with bullshit. He doesn't want to sit on a desk and be a pencil pusher. Who does? You know, he's sick of working overnight, but now that he's getting at, uh, to the end of his career, uh, when you get your pension, it's averaged on your last, like, five years of work. So... A lot of police officers during those last five years, they do as much overtime as they can because, you know, if you can retire making close to six figures, holy shit, you know, in the high, you know, between 60s and 90s and you're retired, listen, man, God bless. And some people are like, wow, that sucks, that's not fair, blah, blah. 20 years of dealing with people's bullshit, you have no faith in humanity. You just don't. You don't. You fucking think everybody sucks. And most of us would be like, oh, everyone sucks. There's a lot of great people too. Because you know what? A lot of people that I, I bullshit with, at least on Twitter and in real life, they're all fucking cool. Like, I don't have problems. Like, I'm the, I'm the biggest asshole. But I'm just out here trying to make you laugh too, though. You know? I'm not trying to be serious and shit like that. You know, I just don't want to be bothered. And I'm that type of person. If I don't like conversation, I just walk away. You know, I'm rude like that. That sucks. And that's why people don't like me in the most part. Because happens at work all the time. People are yapping, bullshitting. This thing, I don't want to talk about your bullshit. I'm going to say, and I just, I don't even say, up. Oh, got to go. I just turn around and leave. I'm that guy. Again, I'm that guy. Oh, well, you know, so be interesting. And I don't even, I even have to add to the freaking conversation. You can talk all you want. You know, I love people watching and I love listening to people and shit. Especially if I'm uh, learning stuff. Uh, I'm very interested in, uh, in in people's lives for some reason, uh, but I'm not a nudge. Like I'm not all nosy either. You know, I'm not like that because I don't give a fuck. I got my own life to live and leave me alone. You know, but we're all in in in, in settings where we're around people, right? Especially when we're working and you're not. Well, whatever. Anyway, I'm just yapping. Uh, back as a police officer, though, um, you know these guys they're dealing with shit all the time. Uh, now my brother-in-law is in a in an area that's not so good, and he's dealing with a lot of crap. And they also are targets. They have a target on their back, so they got to watch their back. So it, it's tough. It, it's very it's very stressful. But that doesn't mean that cops are not evil. I mean, we've seen some videos of police officers. I mean, blatantly killing people as they're running away. There's no threat to the police officer there. That police officer needs to go to jail for 20 fucking years or more. You murdered someone in cold blood? All right, you're a public servant. He did the moment. You and I, you and I that's listening to this, we don't know how that feels. We don't know how it feels. So I'm, I can't pass judgment. And I know I'm biased because my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is a sweetheart. He is a great guy. He's awesome. I love him to death. He's awesome. He's my brother. Uh, I love him. You know, and I give him the benefit of the doubt because they're in situations that we don't understand. You know, it's tough. It's tough, but it's also necessary. It's necessary to have police officers. Oh, guess what? We'd be back 200 years ago where I'm going to look at my neighbor and be like, God damn, that's a nice 
fucking boots you got there, and I shoot him, bury him, and take his fucking boots, all right? So, that's why it's necessary. Um, and again, if there was a real problem, I mean, yeah, we see problems that happens, but the average, it's not that high. So, I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm, and even before my brother-in-law, I, I used to deal with shady shit. Back, I used to sell weed back in the day when it was like illegal. Like you're going to jail, like for five, ten years, easy, even you know, for just selling a shit. So, I, it's not like you know, I wasn't a fan of fucking cops, but I understand and I appreciate them, and it's necessary, you know. So I always, you know, I thank them all the time. Uh, now that being said, like I was saying though, corruption. In any of these branches, you know, like a cop, a judge, any of those people where you're fucking up someone's lives, I'm sorry, you should go to jail. Politicians, they fucking, they, they're supposed to represent us. So if you're passing a law, it's in representation of us, like for our best interest. So how is there laws that senators protect themselves from insider trading? They don't go to jail, but the rest of, rest of everyone else does. Like, how is that? There's not one person besides that senator that wants that law passed. So how is that done? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like none of that, and I don't like how is how I don't how like how I don't get it. Um, all jail. Yep, twenty years. Because if you're gonna be a public servant, then you're there in the best interest of the country, not for yourself. Uh, if it's for yourself, it's because you want to see your kids be in a better place where it's for everyone, not just for yourself. So uh, that corru- that's, for me, corrupt. Now, uh, jury duty, it's necessary. Uh, I understand that when you, even like during the orientation, the presentation or whatever, this is the first time I got this far. Uh, the other two times uh, I got, I got out one time, let's see, I've only been summoned twice in my life. The first time I didn't like fucking even answer or anything like that, and I, oh, I moved out. Yeah, I lucky. I, that's when I moved out, and then I was uh, a. I, it was funny because I went to Georgia, and I didn't have. I was there for two years, in the late '90s, and I didn't want to change over my license because I'd like to have a New York license plate on my fucking hot ass car. So you know, it was a head turner and shit. You know, so. Um, but. I remember I had some issues with like that jury duty shit for skipping out and stuff. So uh, I got my Georgia's license and then that shit was wiped. And, uh, you know, I was a citizen of Georgia for what? Not even a year, actually. So when I came back, actually, when I came back, I got my Georgia's license for a while uh, because it was cheaper car insurance (laughs) having the Georgia plates. But then I eventually had to be all legitimate because of uh, work and stuff. So, uh, It was that's that's funny shit. But anyway, then another time I got and uh, the last time I got summons, I don't even remember, man. I remember I somebody gave a bullshit story, got out of it because of uh, working wise and shit. Which that's legitimate. What I would have probably fought for today if something else didn't happen. Like I said just before, I got a two year deferment. So uh, <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm sorry because it. it I've never heard of this, and even like my mother-in-law, she's a she's a social worker, so she works for the county and the towns and shit uh, for the county, and she knows you know, she knows how uh, you know she deals with all this shit, right? So 
or at least it's in the same circle. Uh, I go there and uh, it's like 300 people. They need 92 people for three different courts, uh, three different federal cases. And uh, she's like, we're going to get 92 people. So, you know, all this is the reasons why you can get uh, excused. And I think you get excused for, I don't know if it's four, but I think it's four years. If it's like, um, well, I take my kid to uh, speech therapy on Tuesday sometimes. So that, that would have been my... Uh, that would have been my excuse to get out of it uh, until the kid is 16. Uh, you can use your kid as an excuse um, if you're the caretaker and shit. And then also me at work. Now, my company pays 10 days, 10 days, but this is a minimum of four weeks. There's no way I can afford it because uh, she says uh, what she says. Oh, all right. You get paid $40 a day as a juror if your company doesn't. If your company doesn't pay, then you get $40 a day. Uh, you can't get both because that's double dipping. That's against the law. And uh, why do you only get paid $40 a day? Well, if it was more than that, our taxes would go way up higher. That was her. That was the answer to that question. So, okay, whatever. Uh, so there's no way that I can, you know, I don't got no friggin' cushioned bank account that they know of, that they see. <laughs> I don't have no money in, like, you know, no savings account that will float me for another two and a half weeks. So, uh, it wasn't happening. I'm not serving, you know, sorry. Not for four weeks. Hopefully, maybe in four years. Well, now I can call back in two years. So, maybe in two years, I, I'll, I'll be able to. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, uh, you know, that, you know, my Bitcoin money. Maybe I get some of that corn out and maybe that'll float me. I don't know. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but in my case today, in my case today though, because that's what I was gonna, I was going to wait. And all those things you wait forever. Because first, like, all right, everyone that can serve, it's your civil duty, blah 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 blah. You know all that shit, which it is important. You know you're you're going to hear a, a case that's going to you know, it's grand jury. It's the big big house, the big court, and you're talking about putting someone to prison for a long time. Uh, whether he deserves it or not is up to you. It's like, wow, that's 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 a heavy responsibility. That's heavy. That really is heavy. Uh, and I, I might have, I don't really have a bias. You know, you know, people people are shitty. If you're harming other people, then you know, then we have a problem. Okay. But if it was just like, oh, sorry, I almost lost my mic right here. If it was like, you know, drug shit, and you didn't kill no one, no one's harmed, stuff like that. I don't give a fuck. Like, no. He, no. No. It didn't bother no one because he's not forcing fucking people to buy shit. People are going to buy shit. People are going to buy shit. They're addicted. They're addicted. Oh, well. You know, he's just a service provider in my eyes. So, like, that drug shit, you know, if you're freaking trying to get around the government for, like, tax evasion shit, and you're trying to put someone away for, like, 20 years, no. No, because you freaking, you the senators and congressmen are fucking all corrupt motherfuckers. So, you know, why am I going to friggin' if I'm trying to get around the friggin', if I'm trying to get a loophole or some shit and you, you're doing it, why can't I? Fuck you. You know, so there's that shit. But, you know, murder, rape, you got to go. You got to go. And for me, yeah, the max, because 
uh, I think that is a true deterrent. Because, hey, listen, I'm not going... Not that I want to kill anyone. I don't have that... I don't see what the reason is. Like, I don't even want to kill bugs. Like, the bugs, too. Just let them outside. And, you know, they only got a few days to live anyway. So, why are you killing bugs? Like, I don't... I have no... You know, life is precious. All life is precious. Um, in my eyes. Uh, at least in my feeling. In my head. So, a deterrent to not be doing creepy shit and, you know, killing people, harming people, causing people, you know, to be fucked up, or, or, all that shit. Yeah, go away, 20, 30 years, goodbye. That's a deterrent because no one wants, no one wants to be locked in a cage. It's fucking, it's fucked up. But everything else, everything else is bullshit. Everything else is bullshit. Like all the other, all that, all that shit is bullshit, you know? I, I don't... I don't know. Also, it's trying to scam like old people out of their money, hackers, theft. You're causing harm to people and shit. So yeah, you should go to jail for a long time if you get freaking caught. That's a deterrent because you should be leaving people alone. Just live your own fucking life. Find your own fucking way. Don't be a fucking loser. All right, that's that. You know, and you could be a loser if you're happy. You're happy being a fucking. And I'm not even judging you. You know, if you think you're, because I think I'm a loser. You know, personally, I'm very hard on myself. So, you know, but other people will not say that. So, uh, it's tough to like judge that shit. But if you're harming other people, that's what I'm saying. If you're causing other people fucking grief and bullshit, and not hurting your fucking feelings because I said a word or I don't believe in your fucking same causes and shit. Go fuck yourself. That, no. Shouldn't be ruining people's life. Like, those kids, those kids that, that happen that we were talking about last week, those Catholic kids and shit, all that, that was all bullshit. Every single person that gave out their identity and their phone numbers, all those fucking scumbag kids, yeah, go to fucking jail for 10 years. Oh, that's harsh, balloon knots. You know, I thought you were chill. I am chill. But if you're gonna fucking fuck someone's fucking life up because you're a fucking asshole because they have a different a difference of opinion than you, you didn't harm no one. Even if those kids, oh, Oh, they had an evil smirk on their face. Okay, if you don't like fucking smirks from fucking little white kids because that's your issue, that's on you. All right, he didn't harm no one. They didn't bother no one. They didn't fucking cause anyone fucking grief in their fucking life besides two seconds of discomfort because you don't like it. Fuck you, you fucking cocksucker. Go fuck yourself. And those kids, and, and anyone that gave their identities and shared out, like if you're sharing people's addresses and shit, and it, you know, and it's not because they're a murderer or they raped someone or any of that bullshit, if you're not like that, but you're snitching on because of moral shit, you should go to fucking jail for 10 years. Oh well, fuck you. All right, cause that's some fucking, that's some evil shit. That's evil shit. That's evil. So, no, 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 no. So, that's where, I, you know, that's at least my point of view. You know, again, think, you know, either it's great or it's not that it's not in my hands. All right. But that's it. You know, like, live the way you want to live without bothering someone else. Who can, who can deny that? That's, that's, per, that's, that, that's happy living. So, uh, again, though, ba- so I, I still didn't say how I got my two-year deferment. Okay. So, right off the bat. After she goes through the questions and the Q&As and this and that and telling you what's expected, four weeks, this, this and that. She even said, and uh, if you have, uh, like, it's not up to us 
what court because you're going to get split. Be- 92 people is going to get split between three courts, three different cases. There's three federal uh, courts uh, buildings over here uh, in this county. So, uh, and the people that stayed in this building, they're going to hear some testimony or they're going to hear some facts of a case, whatever, starting at 2 o'clock today. And the other ones, they got to travel to the other courts and be there by 2 o'clock for, you know, whatever the sign and all that shit. So I was like, damn, already off the bat. It's like, they don't provide no fucking meals. They don't provide no lunch. You still got to go buy your own fucking lunch and shit. You got to go. And they're only paying you $40 a day. That's fucking crazy but you know it is our civil duty and you listen if they're going to call you once every six to ten years and uh and again they're not forcing you so if you really have a legitimate reason and they take everything into consideration like they're very kind like the lady was very i mean they were all passionate they're all like they're all nice they're not all fucking dicks like the people that go through that process uh of uh you know and again, you got to, yeah, you might have to prove it. You might have to be like, yeah, I only make this amount. Now, they're not asking you for like your W-2 forms or your pay stubs. But if you get caught lying, well, you can go to jail for 30 days, you know, for lying. So because it is, it, you know, it is our duty as citizens of this country, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, I understand it, like. Until I was there, I was like, yeah, it's got all kind of kind of bullshit. But they're not trying to harm you in any way. Like, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. See you later. We'll call you back in uh, whatever it is, four or six years. Um, oh, your kid, your kid, uh, until he's 16, you're going to have to show proof of a birth certificate because everyone can say that. So you might have to mail in a copy of the birth certificate or some shit like that if your kid until he's 16. Oh, okay, then you don't, they're not going to send you a paper until the kid's 16. Um, it was the hardships with the work, medical conditions. You would have to get a doctor's note. And almost every doctor will write you a note saying you have anxiety. And then you don't have to deal with that shit. You just bring in your anxiety note. Uh, what's the other shit? There was a few other things that... Um, any other kind of hardships. You know, whether it be traveling. Now, they provide traveling. Unless it's impossible for you to get to that bus stop or whatever. Okay, you know, there are things, you know, again, like I said, they are compassionate. They were very compassionate ladies, uh, and I'm sure they hear bullshit all the time, but, you know, every single day. So, you, you know, you can't get mad at them for if they had an attitude or anything like that. Like when people get mad at like DMV people, they deal with fucking your horse shit every fucking day, every minute. Every five to ten minutes, they're dealing with someone else's horse shit. Yeah, that gets annoying, okay? That gets annoying. It's not pleasant because people in general... I'm not pleasant because no one has patience. No one's got patience anymore. No one, everyone's like, oh, I gotta wait 10 minutes on the line. Fucking people. So, oh, I gotta take another hit. (sighs) So right off the bat though, after that, before they uh, they take people onto a line, (coughs) because it's like, she says, we're going to get 92 people. So if all 300 of you people have deferments, then we have to really weed it out. You know, we're going to get 92 people out of this crowd here. Okay, fair enough. Then another sweet old lady comes up. She starts talking about donating blood. The blood banks are low uh, this time of the year, blah, blah, blah. And um, 
you know, anyone that would like to donate blood, you know, please, please, you know, by all means come to the fourth floor, blah, blah. So, you know, it's like talking and bullshit, right? So, um, oops, sorry, got a new notification. Um, I'm sorry, it just threw me off. So, they didn't say, though, like you would get a two-year deferment if you donate blood. They didn't say that because then everyone would donate blood, you know. So, uh, but I was, I said to myself, you know what, I know it's something. Even if I get six months, friggin' a six-month pass because we're going to go donate blood. It's going to be at least 10 people. It takes a while. It's going to take a while to get all the, the people through because uh, there's got to be a screening process. There's a medical questionnaire. You know, it's a little process. You're there for like an hour, an hour and a half still to donate blood and shit with like a group of, even if I said, I know at least 10 people are going. And and, and that's being, actually, that's not true. I said to myself, 10%, 10% of the people are going to be like, oh, I'll donate blood. Just like, I'll donate blood. Um, and donating blood, I think it is great. Because you are saving three people's lives. They can use your blood for three people to save three people's lives. So, you know, I was a hero today. Motherfuckers, I should be wearing a cape. I should have wore a cape today. I'm a hero. I'm a hero. I saved three people's lives today. Uh, so, uh, uh, but in my head, 10%. And it was about 30 people that ended up going upstairs. But, so first they said, okay, but we got to get the jurors up. So now let's get everyone that is eligible for jury duty, it's a commitment. It's a four-week commitment. And sure enough, it was like at least a hundred people. So boom, right off the bat now, most people with the deferments, I mean, not deferments, people that had excuses and shit, it was going to be not an issue. Um, and then after that, it was like, all right, anyone, uh, everyone that wants to donate blood, please bring your jury, your, your summons. You know, you get a jury summons card. It's like you what know, comes in the mail. Just come in and hand, hand it in, and then we'll give you another paper. So give, give us a paper, uh, and it says on there, uh, this is not an excusal, but uh, it's it not it doesn't satisfy jury duty uh, as far as, like, uh, you know, that it's complete. It's not satisfied, but it is. it will be an excuse, but it doesn't say, like, the time on it, or, like, it doesn't say anything on it, because uh, you still didn't give blood or anything like that. So I go upstairs, go up, uh, I get on that line, get that new paper, hand in my friggin' jury card. I'm like, yes, because I already know you're going to collect it. Even though I never really went through the process, I've heard enough, and I know, you know, I'm not a dummy. I can kind of figure what's going on, you know, I can read a room. So I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. At least like six months to to a year, I was thinking, right? Um, uh, go up, do the. Um, so we waited online. There was about thirty of us. Uh, I stopped counting. So about thirty. So like I said, it was about ten percent. I was right on with that, and um, get online and everyone. There's questionnaires, and they only got room for maybe six people at a time. Uh, doing a questionnaire, then you have to get your uh, blood pressure, and you have to get, uh, they got to check your blood for iron. A um, couple of fat fucks, their blood pressure was too high. Mine was a little high, though. I'm, I'm at, I was 130 over 92. Now, I drink an extra large coffee, so I drink a lot of caffeine, so that's going to raise it. I don't drink, I don't have a breakfast. This was still in the morning. Oh, 
my God, I didn't even tell you. <laughs> Hold on, I'll finish this, but I'm going to tell you what happened when I came in. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, so I'm uh, 130 over 92, but I do drink a lot of coffee, but I am overweight. That's why I'm going to the gym and shit like that. You know, I, I'm, I've been a fat fuck lately. I, I've, I, for years, I didn't drink soda. And then this like, last month, well, my kid, this last few months, but like really bad this last month, I was drinking soda again. There was Dr. Pepper in the house, and I'm like, wow, that's some good drugs because uh, I'm always drinking it and shit. So, but now that my kid's back in school, no more Dr. Pepper. I, I, when I got home last night, I grabbed some chips. I poured a cup of, uh, of Dr. Pepper. I'm like, what am I doing? I drank that cup, but the rest of the Dr. Pepper bottle, I fucking poured it down the sink. Goodbye. No more Dr. Pepper in the house. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm a little bit high, but I was good. My iron's good. My heartbeat's good. So uh, fill out all that questionnaire. Now, as long as you're not, you don't have AIDS, as long as you not have it, uh, it's AIDS, uh, no needles in any way. Like you can't have like needle marks in, in, in your arm because that's all that sharing needles and all that heavy, you know, heroin and shit. They don't care. You know, they don't want none of that shit. But surprisingly, they don't care if you're like a cokehead or a pothead like myself. They don't care about that shit. You know, they're still going to use your blood to save lives. So, um, so it was AIDS, sharing needles. Oh, and if you have... Gay, male gay sex, so male butt sex. That's an issue too. They don't want your blood if you're fucking butt fucking, all right? <laughs> butt fucking guys. Females, you butt fucking females, that's okay. We'll take your blood. But if it's dude on dude butt fucking, uh-uh. we don't want your blood. Keep your blood to yourself. So uh, I never donated blood, I, but I always hear how good it is to donate blood. Now, women, most of their lives, or at least half their lives, uh, are menstruating, so they're getting rid of blood, and that's, I guess, good f- for your body. I always heard that that was good for your body. You know, ba- uh, you know, you should bleed yourself out. Now, I'm not bleeding myself out. I don't like blood. I don't like blood. I don't like my blood. I don't like no one's blood. I don't like that shit. I don't like open wounds. I could never be like a doctor or nurse. I couldn't be any of that shit. I don't like dealing with people's bodily fluids. I don't like none of that shit. So, uh, so more power to the people that can. Um, but I didn't mind it, you know, like... It was uncomfortable getting that needle put in, and then uh, it stung in the beginning, but she said that's the anticoagulant that's in the lines and shit, and you'll feel that, but it'll pass. And um, there was a few ladies there. They were there for fucking ever, and I guess they were over-squeeze. They give you this little thing to squeeze every 10 minutes, but she said don't squeeze hard. Don't have to squeeze long, you know, just to help the blood go through. Uh, Dude, there was a lady there that was like, she was there for like two, like two guys, two like healthy, strong, young, you know, not young, I'm not young, but it was like me and this other dude, like he went and then I went and this lady was still there. Like she was just giving up her fucking blood, like so slow and shit, man. Uh, and, uh, but it was nice. It was, it went by real quick. You know, uh, this lady was putting on some eighties fucking music. So I did, it was like two songs. I sang two songs with the radio and I was done. So uh, it was under 10 minutes because it's 80 songs. So you're probably looking on about eight minutes. I gave a pint of blood. It was perfect. It was nice. Um, they bandaged me up. So I have this like armband. It's like teal. It's a teal armband. Uh, so, but like I said, they got to give you a cape. If I'm a hero, they should give you fucking capes. Because I would have walked out that bitch with a cape. And if anyone said anything, like even give me a smirk, I'm like, uh-uh. I'm a hero. I saved three lives today. What'd you do? What'd you do? And that's, that's, I would have been rocking that shit today. Maybe the next time, the next time. Because now I'm thinking I should give blood at least three, four times a year. Um, 
it wasn't that bad at all. It wasn't bad. It was just uncomfortable for a little while. Big fucking deal. Uh, and I don't even know my blood type. So it's going to be interesting, you know, uh, when I get that donor card, uh, I'm going to know my blood type. So that's cool. I'm sure I'm going to have like Superman fucking type blood. So, you know, um, use my blood for everyone. And my blood's going to save everyone's lives. All right. So, uh, but that was cool. But you want to hear something funny? My fucking stoner self. Now I go in, you know, looking decent. I mean, I'm not going to wear dress pants, you know, so I had like my nice jeans, had my pea coat. My fancy friggin' cap, got my friggin' gentleman driving gloves, got my shoes on, you know, I got a nice button-up shirt, you know, I'm ready to go. Now, <laughs> I get a, I, I get on the line to get into the building, because the building opens at 9, and they got the metal detectors and all that shit. So I'm online, I'm getting close. I'm not that close, but I'm at least, like, into the doors to go inside, right? And... And I'm like, you know, and you're saying you got to take off your watch, you got to take off. So I, I'm so, I go in my pockets and I'm like, oh my God, dude, my bowl was in my fucking pocket. My bowl was in my pocket. I had it in a little baggie, but it goes through an x-ray machine. If it was just a metal detector, then, you know, but it goes through a metal, you know, uh, an x-ray machine. I'm like, oh my God. Now in New York, it's not legal. You know, we're not there yet. But it's not legal. So I'm in a fucking federal court building with a fucking, my little baggie. My little baggie's got like, it's got my bowl in a Ziploc <laughs> so you don't smell it. But I'm so fucking glad that I went in my pocket, like before I got to the metal text, I'm like, oh shit. And I saw my coffee too. I'm like, oh my God. You know, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I, I get off the line and I head back to my car. Now I always park far away because... I hate you fucking people that fucking can't park and then you're hitting other people's cars. So I park far away. I swear, I don't care how cold it is. Unless there's a lot of snow, I'm parking fucking far away. So I had to walk all the way back to my car and I'm like, should I just ditch this in the fucking, in the woods? I'm like, no, that's my podcasting partner. I'm not going to ditch my fucking podcasting fucking partner. And I went all the way to my car. And again, I was like in another parking lot. Like I had to go on some grass and shit to skip over. You know, I was far away because I didn't know where I had to go. You know, it was, it's a big complex. There's like three buildings over there plus the prison and shit. Um, it's all like on this big plot of land over there. So uh, I was like in another building, like a mun- not a municipal court. It was a surrogate court. What the fuck's a surrogate court? I didn't even look it up. I, I'm interested because I just want to know what it is, but I'm, I'm not going to do it now, obviously. Um, but... uh it was uh, it was funny because I had to go. I went all the way hard, put the bowl in there. Then I checked all my pockets because I always have a knife on me. Now I didn't have my knife on me, but I always had my multi tool hooked up to my belt. Again, it wasn't on my belt. I just kept it on my car. Uh, it, it was in my car though. But I just just to make sure. I'm like I'm a fucking idiot. Should I leave my belt here? No, because my pants are gonna fall off, and I like you know, I need a belt. So went back in. You know, I finished off my coffee on the way back too because it was saying no drinks, no beverages anyway. So I'm like oh not coming in but they have a snack area a snack room or cafeteria you that's where you have it so i'm like all right so i have to finish my coffee anyway uh and uh although i see people with their mugs walking in so that's probably bullshit you know maybe i wasn't paying attention i don't know but again i drink my coffee. i left my bowl in there but i almost went to the fucking x-ray machine with my bowl that would have been like they would have fucking had to arrest me right they would have like i'm at court like, hey, well, jail's right here. Might as well. Like, oh, my God, dude. Well, fucking, that was so fucked up, man. Only me. And I know, I'm sure if I asked them, they would 
they would tell me the things they find, but you know, that's just hilarious. I almost, I went to go to jury duty and I almost got arrested for fucking having contraband and fucking, and I had some weed in there too. So, oh gosh, that's hilarious. No, but that was my adventures. You know, I got (laughs) adventures in fucking jury duty. So at least for two years, I got deferred. Maybe in two years, if I can afford friggin', you know, three, two and a half weeks, almost three weeks of no pay, um, maybe, um. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I could work at night. Maybe I'll work something out where I could do some hours at night or some shit. Uh, I don't know. Because I do want to go through it. Uh, but it was interesting. You know, it, it was interesting. Uh, then after they give you cookies and fucking juice or water. I just got a water. Uh, I didn't have no cookies. I'm like, oh. they, they recommend you have a salty snack. So they had pretzels. They had chips. And I was going to go for the pretzel. or Well, I should have gone for pretzel. But the chips look good. But I didn't have anything. I just drank my water. And I was talking to... Uh, one of the, because um, they sit there and they always ask, are you okay? Like when you're done, what's your last name again? Because people, they get that like blood loss rush and they like forget everything. But, you know, I was fine, you know. Uh, I did feel a little bit like, you know, I was like, oh, all right. You know, you take a pint out of someone. It's like you do feel a little bit, not lightheaded. You just feel a little less than. Like it felt a little weird. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go. Yeah, I'm not going to go run a marathon right now, no. Not that I w- not that I could. Fat fuck over here, yeah. But I'm not gonna get on the elliptical either right now. She's like, "Don't do no exercise today. Don't go." I'm like, "Oh no, gym. I have an excuse not to go to gym today." Yes. So uh, you know, uh, no pumping iron. You know, and um, I just had the water and I left. You know, but I was talking to the lady because she was saying you can also just give platelets. If you give blood platelets, you're there for two hours. And for two hours, you got this fucking needle. They take your blood out, take the platelets, but they send the bl- blood back into your body. Um, it goes through one of those little centrifuges or whatever they're called. Uh, you know, and she's like that. It's like we get a lot of like parents because they're, they're like getting, you know, they have the kids that bother them all the time and shit or whatever. She's like parents come because they get two hours of, of being uninterrupted. No one's allowed to interrupt it's you're you're in a room with a fucking TV and you know whatever you want to do the past time for two hours that you could lay down. Now I can't have a needle in my body for for two hours. I'll give blood. I think blood. You could also give red blood cells and red blood cells. I think that what that takes about a half hour. I could do that. Like that, I could deal with. Uh, but giving blood, no problems. I'm gonna do it a couple of times a year. I think. I think. I think I am. You know. I I really. Uh, as long as I'm not going to be lazy and you know make excuses and shit, I have no problems giving blood, and I'm going to do it a couple of times a year. Uh, and that's more of a selfish thing on my part. It's because it's supposed to be good for you. It's like good for your body to make blood. So okay, cool. So I'm all in. But yeah, like even right now, like I'm not like driving. Like I drive with my left hand mostly, uh, but like I'm driving my right hand. Like I'm not really doing a lot. Like I do feel like a little uh, little weak. I got to say, you know, I went home. Uh, I took a nice long nap and uh, uh, I ate, uh, I had a nice turkey. Oh, I made a killer turkey sandwich, but I put lots of lettuce on that motherfucking bitch with the Munster cheese. Ooh, it was good. I put it on rye bread. It was good, man. I had two of those motherfuckers with a little bit of chips because she said to have some salt. I'm like, okay, I'll have some chips when I get home. I have some, ah, what the fuck? They're all right. They're kind of sort of healthy, I guess, but they're all right. Um, and then I went to sleep. I slept for like two and a half hours, but I'm also tired from my drive yesterday. My drive back from Buffalo, uh, 
you know, I got home it was before midnight, but I was up till two, you know. But I also knew I was getting up to go to the to this to this jury duty shit. So, um, so that was interesting. That was that was an interesting day. Uh, and again, yes, I am a hero. So I expect uh, I expect um, congratulations, uh, good job, and I expect gifts. Okay, thank you. <laughs> no. uh, next time I wear a cape. 100% sure though about that um, but you know that's uh, that's that now uh, my Buffalo trip uh, one thing oh all right well before I get into this Buffalo trip let let me I'm gonna have to take a hit but let me uh, I'm gonna run into the 7-eleven real quick because uh, I need some water because you gotta drink a lot of water you gotta be hydrated uh, so uh, let me run right in you guys are really not gonna notice All right, I'm back. Uh, so, the Buffalo trip. Um, I got to make one correction. Uh, I talked, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, uh, I was talking about, uh, yeah, I think it was the last episode. I was talking about good restaurants in Buffalo. Now, I said in that town, Batavia, by the, by the racetrack and casino, there's this uh, restaurant, and I said the name was Maddie's, but I'm a fucking stone fucking high retard sometimes, or all the time, I guess, and it's not Maddie's, it's called Alex's, Alex's Restaurant, best fucking ribs, best ribs, best ribs, and again, all the, everything they made was spot on, it was great, uh, so it's called Alex's, it's worth it if you're ever up in that Buffalo area. Uh, it's just like 20 minutes out of Buffalo. Worth it. It's worth it. it you know, go to the casino or go watch the fucking horse race. It's like the carriage horses. It's like not the guys on top of the horses, but they're in that little carriage behind. And, uh, you know, it's cool. You know, if you're into that shit, you know, whatever. Um, I, I don't give a... F I don't care about no horse racing. But, you know, go play a little casino, Whatever. You know, what's the difference between going that and going to Dave and Buster's and friggin' spending 50 bucks on arcade games that's not really, you know, oh, you get some tickets and then I can get a fucking bubble gum. Go fuck your mother. So, uh, you know, you go there, go to the casino, but go to that restaurant. And that's what's, that's the point I made. Now, I went to another place. The, um, we went to, um, it was an Italian restaurant, Otto's. Um... Eh, it was okay. Nothing, you know, like, I, I, I'm a big fan. If if I go to an Italian restaurant and they got chicken marsala, I'm going to order it uh, because I love me some chicken marsala. And you get a good chicken marsala, there's not enough on that plate sometimes, you know. There's just not enough. If you make a good marsala sauce. Now, marsala sauce usually is brown. This shit was like orange, like they added some tomato paste in it. It might have been, you know, grandma's recipe. Now, it tasted good. Uh, the texture of the chicken, though, not so good. Like, it seems like it was, like, I don't know, man. Like, it wasn't bad. It was, to me, mine was soft, but there was this spongy texture. So it might have been, f like, high-quality frozen shit. I don't know. Uh, and even my wife, what did my wife get? I forgot what she got. Oh, she had, like, clam shits. Like, she didn't want anything off the menu. Like, if she's ordering clam strips... Then you don't want nothing else. Actually, she really wanted some seafood, but my kid didn't want seafood, and you know we're—I I don't know—I don't know 
we're up in Buffalo. Where's the fucking ocean? Like, if I don't see the ocean, then, uh, and it's winter time too, well, where are you getting that fucking fish from? I, you know, no, no, no thanks. You know, like, you know, and I'm not shit on Buffalo because I heard they, there's some good sushi spots and shit up there. I could have gone there, um, but uh, uh, when we go to Buffalo, we like to try different things because so many good restaurants. Like I said, it's just underrated. Uh, so we went to a few different places, um, but that was like the dinner on Saturday night. Now Sunday we had to move them in. Uh, hilarious because it's not a it's not in a dorm room. It was in a townhouse. Um, when he went and got his key, he's like, "Oh, you got two, you have two athletes in your rooms." Like, "Oh shit, great!" Then you got a football player and a basketball player. This, I was like, me personally, I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun for you because you're gonna get all sorts of pussy. You're gonna get all sorts of pussy going in, in that fucking room." So, but now, of course, my son doesn't reach out. Doesn't. Well, all right, hold on. Let me take this in because there's a whole thing here. I'm almost done. I got like no weed till like Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> Which is fine. <coughs> I don't care. <coughs> but sometimes I like to have like, you know, know that is there if I had a rough day and I want a 420 in <coughs> after work. Um, <coughs> so beforehand, uh, he got the names of the people going, you know, his roommates. Uh, so it's like Rashad, Taekwon, you know, Bernard King, and like, Miquan, you know, like that. So, right off the bat, you know, like, but he's like, well, they're all black people. <laughs> like, it's a culture shock for him because he's never dealt with that. Now, I grew up in, where I grew up in Brentwood, growing up, that was the hood. I had lots of black friends, lots of, I mean, you know, people in situations, it's the hood, all right? So, I had plenty of friends that went in on an apartment or in a house together and you know you're getting teenage kids young men that don't clean don't they're not like it's disgusting okay um we pull up and uh yeah i send my kid in first because i don't want to be intrusive it's, it's one thing if it's the beginning of the year beginning of the year it's moving it's all like nice nice and all that uh like it was earlier this year because we did move him in in August, but he uh, he had to take he had some issues. He had some issues um, uh, mentally with himself, and uh, he had a lot of he put a lot of pressure. He's very hard on himself. He puts a lot of pressure on himself uh, in every situation. He overthinks a lot of situations and shit. Um, and I don't know. Like I'm still skeptic if he took some kind of substance because he was going for a fraternity uh, at frat houses. Um, I'm I'm against that shit. But there's also this with fraternities, you're networking. And we all know it's not what you know, it's who you know. And if you can network with a bunch of successful people and shit, the odds of you getting a good, successful, high-paying job, or opportunities at least, uh, the percentages are higher. So, and it's his life. That's what he wanted to do. Now, he had that. He had... He had like kind of a major breakup with a with his first and only girlfriend in his life. They were together for years, like for you know, four years, like almost all of high school. Um, and he broke up with her. But you know, again, he was having you know, I don't know, like he went through a little mental thing, 
and uh, it was stressful. It was a stressful time. That September was rough for me and my wife. We went up to Buffalo a bunch of times to try to give him support and shit. But then we had to bring him home, and uh, you know, we just had to make sure he was okay. You know, he went through the gauntlet of friggin', you know, mental health uh, professionals. Make sure he was okay. You know, if you catch something quick, you know, the, the odds of him pulling through, this is with anything, you know, like if you catch cancer early, well, you're going to be all right then because we're going to take care of it. That was just like that crazy, crazy cancer, like what, leukemia? They can't cure the leukemia. My, uh, my grandmother, uh, my grandmother who basically like, she raised me for many years, like raised me because my parents worked a lot. Uh, in their young years uh, when they had me. So they had, they had a, you know, like my first nine years of my life, they worked a lot. Uh, they were there for me. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, but I saved my grandmother a lot, like after school and on weekends. And even when we moved to Long Island, uh, we went there a lot. Like in the summer, I'd go there for a month and shit, you know. So I loved my grandmother. She was one of the sweetest most loving, most loving person in the world was my grandmother. I've never, never felt or known love like that. She was an amazing lady and a great cook. Um, and I miss her dearly. And I lost her a long time ago. I was, uh, I was 20 probably. We're talking over 20 years now. She's been gone. But um, uh, she raised me. Yeah, what was, uh, oh, that just threw me off. Oh, I just got thrown off. I'm sorry. Um, Oh, she had leukemia. She passed away. She had leukemia, but she was also going. She had like dementia too. It was. She was. Like, it was rough those last few years. But um, but with my kid, um, so again, we, we he went back. He's okay. You know, everything's fine. You know, he just has to just has to be get his confidence back. You know, my kid's a tall kid. You know, he's six two, six three. He's athletic. Uh, all parents think their kids are good looking, and they're you know. My kid's a strapping young lad. He's a looker. Um, but he has, like, no self-confidence, you know. Uh, and I don't know why, you know, because he was a successful uh, athlete. He got a scholarship going to school. Uh, maybe, you know, I am hard. I'm a stern person, so maybe, you know, I always blame. Parents, if you're a good parent and shit, you're going to, anything that happens with your kid, you're going to blame yourself. And I blame myself. I'm sure I was too hard. Or, you know, it was something I fucked them up one way or another, you know, maybe from me yelling or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, maybe it's nothing. Uh, but he's okay now. So we moved back. So now when we moved him back in August, he had this nice, like the new dorm rooms. It was this big, big dorm room. I mean, it was terrific. Now, in my mind, it was terrific. You know, super clean, you know. For me, that's that's important. Like, I need my shit clean. Like, you know, I I don't want to sleep in a clean. I don't want to sleep in a mess. So I sent my kid in first because again, that was all blessed. Like the athlete, who fucking knows? Like I I want like not. For, I'm with my wife and shit. Like I'm not walking into like no friggin' crazy shit. You know. Plus I'm I'm an adult. You know. I'm not going in there. You know, yeah, I want to party with them, of course. My kid comes out. My kid's like, oh my god, it smells like weed in there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's like, you know, and it's kind of like old and dangy. It's like, yeah, it was not, not a nice, not, not for nothing compared to his last two dorms, eh. <laughs> you know. So, um, it's a townhouse though; it's an apartment, which is nice. You're you're on campus. You're on the outskirts of the campus, and he's only a ten minute walk 
to his dorm where all his friends are. So which was which is great because he walked in last night. Um, but um, so you so my wife goes in first because I start unloading the car. We got all his clothes and his shit, and um, she comes out. She's like, it doesn't smell like weed. It reeks of weed in there. I'm like, oh great. Okay. So I feel like now again. I feel like I'm intruding. Like, I don't want to be hanging around shit. Like, my wife's like, she's that white person. She'll be like, oh, this is all this. She wants to check out, like, every little detail. She wants to talk to everyone. Like, and that's no problem. That's not a problem. But, again, I feel like we're intruding. You know, it's different. You know, like, I don't want to embarrass my kid or anything like that. Like, I don't want to be that way. Like, (laughs) but he did it to himself. So, oh, my God. So, this guy's funnier, too. So... You know, I go in. There's only one of the kids there. There's like two guys, two girls, all black, all black people, on the couch. You know, not, not again. <laughs> all of them are, and my my son's the only like white kid in there, right? So uh, they're at that age, though. Like they're in the age. It's not a big like. It's not. And even when I was growing up, it's not a big deal. But if there's a culture shock. There's a difference. Okay. There's a difference. I grew up with it. I had lots of black friends going into that. It's different, okay? There's a difference. Different smells, different cadence, different rules, different. It's different, okay? So, but these are also just kids. So, I already, I was expecting, like, it was, and it was a mess. You know, it was messy. Fucking pizza boxes everywhere. Fucking no one cleaned out. On my kid's dresser, there was fucking stems. If there were seeds, I would have got them out of there. I was like, you cannot be having no weed with no fucking seeds, okay? Because there ain't no such thing anymore. But it was like stems and like some ashes and some blood. Cut. It was it was like on his dresser and shit. I'm like, oh my God, you know your bed was used to get lots of fucking... That shit, if you put a black light on there, it'd be disgusting. And he didn't want to hear that. My wife's like, ah! I'm like, all right, well, let's go. We got to clean it up. You know, we cleaned up his shit. Fucking put sheets and fucking other covers on there and fucking, you know, trying to set him up, but I didn't want to, like, my wife wants to, like, unpack and pack all this shit on hangers, like, we did that the first, you know, the first two times, even when we did it in August, we did that shit, of course, you know, like, it's moving day, that's what it is, right, but this is different, you know, and I don't want to embarrass my kids, you know, I was like, and so I told him outside, I'm like, listen, man, if you think it's embarrassing or whatever, you know, it was like, you got, you're a man, right, you're a man, now. you're not a kid, you got to put your shit away. You know, like, you should be coming up here with your own car, unloading your own shit and putting it away. That's what's going to happen next year. You know, I had to take it the car away from him, though, because of uh, shit that happened when we brought him home. He was, you know, he did things that he shouldn't have been doing. Like, we have a deal. I'm paying off your car. This is not your car. It's your car. But I'm still paying payments on it. I'm working for it. And I got to pay fucking full coverage plus your I'm paying his car insurance when I was young my father my father owned his own fucking business he was he had money he could have you know he could have bought me a car he could have paid my insurance he could have done that shit like other parents do but that's not what they no you you want your shit you take care of yourself and that's very valuable I would never take that back like my kid now my wife is too nice she spoils the shit out of my kids and I'm not arguing and fighting with my fucking wife I'm not doing it because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So we, we, we're paying for his fucking. Now the car, you know, I decided to put payments. I want to get him something that's gonna last him at least ten years. You know, your first car if you last, your first car lasts you ten years while you're getting your life together and shit. That's fucking key. That's key without like major shit. You know, and I'm gonna be taking care of it. You know, it's not like I'm not. But you gotta pay your own fucking car insurance and shit. So that's why I'm gotta. I got like another year on payments, and then we don't have to get like the full fucking coverage. Uh, and he already fucking hit. Fucking already out. All right, anyway, 
he did things, he, I, you broke the trust. If you break the trust, you break the deal, this was the deal. Now, of course, my wife's like, no, 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 and we, and, nope, no, 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 no. He broke the deal. You got to be a fucking adult. You got to man up. You can't treat him like a kid for the rest of his life. Or he's never going to grow up. He's going to have more fucking problems and shit. So he's got to deal with shit. Same thing with putting your own clothes away. So he puts a shit. We all have our lunch. We go buy him like, you know, the rest of shit, you know, toothpaste and shampoos. We had to make sure we get like cleaners. I'm like, because there ain't no fucking cleaners in that fucking whole house. And not for nothing. You at least want to clean your shit, keep your shit clean and, you know, take care of your own side. At least do that. All right. You know, at least me and mom will do it right now, you know. But then at least whatever. So we went and got all that shit. We had lunch. Where did we go for lunch? We went. Oh, we went to Red Robins. My wife wanted Red Robins. I'm going to tell you why. They have these cheese curds that are like fried, but they don't have it at that Red Robins. We were there. I guess it's no more. But we went to Red Robins. They had like, you know, the anchor bar was right there. The anchor bar was right there. We could just go to the anchor bar. We didn't have to have fucking wings. They have all sorts of food. It's all good. We went to that anchor bar before. It was right there. Uh, the Red Robins. All right. They got tasty fucking burgers. But, you know, not for nothing. Red Robins. Yeah, fucking. It's overrated. I don't give a shit. It's overrated. I saw the burger was nice. You know what? It was tasty. I'm being hard. They need to do better bread. Red Robin, get your bread game on fucking point. Get that frozen shit out of there. You're a fucking restaurant. You got to be paying high fucking high rent as it is. Dude, it doesn't take much. You got a fucking a little proof box. You're going to need a double door proof box and an oven. All right? Bake your own bread. Bake your own freaking rolls, man. The buns suck. And that's why I'm not a big fan of Red Robins. Onion rings are good. Fries, uh-uh. even my son got like the Parmesan garlic fucking fries, sucked. Nah, wasn't a fan. I've had Red Robins before, but it wasn't a big deal. But the wife wanted it, it's fine, great. Uh, and it was tasty, you know, but it wasn't like, you know, on a scale of, you know, one to, two, whatever. If it's one to five or one to ten, it's like a seven or a three, okay, on those scales. It's not, it wasn't, I'm going to go out of my way, like, I'll go drive 20 minutes, go to fucking Alex's restaurant and get their burger because I know that shit's going to be amazing. Never had their burger because I'm going to get their ribs because they have probably some of the best ribs I've had in a long, long time. Like, and I know there's great ribs as far as like the barbecue, uh, smoked and all that shit, but this ain't this. This is like, this is ribs northeast, like the old style way in New York. Like when I was young, there was this place on the South Shore called Beefsteak Charlie's. That shit had the best fucking ribs ever. Ever, 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 the best freaking ribs. And I make my best ribs, like I have a smoker and I love to smoke outside, you know, but the best ribs still, when I make it at home, it's sometimes either on the crock pot or this past time I put it in, the, in that roaster. And that shit was better than the smoker outside. It just was better. It was better, all right? That might be sacrilege to some people, but I'm just with my taste buds. And that was what this place, Alex's Ribs, even there, my, my, my kid had the, the prime rib. That prime rib was on fucking point. It was on point. Uh, what did my wife have? My wife had some kind of steak, and then my little guy, I think he had like a chicken something, and even his shit was good. Like everything they made was perfect. And then um, and I went there already a couple of times, the Alex's restaurant. To me, on point, get the ribs, it's worth it. So I'm um, just correcting it from the last episode. It said Maddie's, and I hope no one. I hope like 
people, no one that like listens to this is in Buffalo and they went and they're looking for Maddie's still by Batavia. They're like, where the fuck is this place? This guy. Alex's. Alex restaurant. Worth it. Uh, but yeah, so with my kid though, so you know, he's got the, he's in the ghetto fucking townhouse. Um, but he's got athletes, so the athletes, you know, they're revered. So, you know, I was like, he has two weeks, he can move out. He can move out to another dorm, he knows that. But he's fine. Like, it's only been a day, but he's fine. He's comfortable. Um, <laughs> but there's something else. There's another funny thing. Uh, but I'm just glad everything's fine. He has no problems, you know. Um, and he I, he smokes weed, so, you know, he's going to enjoy smoking. And I'm happy because, not for not black people and athletes and shit, they're only doing weed. They ain't doing nothing else. Weed, maybe, maybe a little bit of coke sometimes. Like, all black people I, I grew up with, none of them did do did coke at that age it was just weed they just smoked you know, all the athletes I was an athlete I grew up with athletes it was just weed uh, and that's not true there was the steroids and there was uh, some methamphetamines uh, and that was the first time I did acid the first time I did acid was on the lacrosse field uh, it was during a game I had no freaking energy and freaking fucking this guy Keith and I forget little fucking I didn't like him but we got along and shit he was just like a, just a prick it was one of those white guys, you know, just like a fucking prick. But we got along and shit. And, uh, but this guy, he, uh, anyway, he gave, so he, we were on the court. He was an attack, he was an attack, uh, attackman. And uh, I, I'm a midi. I was a center midi and shit. And I fed the attack. I, I would draw guys in. I would draw guys in, so I'd get the double or triple team. Someone's going to be open, and I'm going to catch that shit. Before people shift, I'm going to catch it. Like, that was, I was an assist machine. I friggin' flung that friggin' lacrosse ball all around that friggin' field. Assist, assist, assist. I didn't like taking shots, man. My shots was coming in. I would, but again, I would draw it in. Like, I would do the fake move to friggin' to the net. Uh, I had speed. Uh, I, I, I was a runner. I was a runner. Uh, I didn't. I was on the running team or the track team, but I was, I played soccer and lacrosse and hockey and I can run. Uh, so this guy, Kiko, we were playing, uh, it was a big game. Every game's a big game. It's only, it's only an eight game se- season. And then if you can get to the playoffs, you know, so he gives, uh, he gave me acid and I don't know. He's just like, take this. I didn't ask nothing. I didn't ask. I'm just like, I had no energy. No energy that day, but I remember clearly though. During warm-ups, I didn't feel anything. It took a while. It was like, it was like a half hour in, and then he starts smiling. He's like, "You ready?" And he's ready. Like he's used to this. Like he's doing this shit, right? I don't know. I didn't even know what it was. I never did acid. I didn't do shrooms up at that point. I didn't do nothing but weed, and I did very little. No, no. And I want to say say this. I only smoked weed once. And then I didn't like it. And I didn't smoke weed until after I graduated. I was like anti-drug. That was for losers. Same thing. I didn't deal with the steroids or anything like that. But now I took this fucking acid. I didn't know what it was. I didn't, but I wasn't asking. Like I was against it, but you know, I'm not passing judgment and shit like that. I wanted to do good. I didn't want to go to the bench because the guy, the kid that sat behind me, he was like this Native American guy. Like, and I, lacrosse is a Native American game. So it's in his blood. You know, and he was was under me. He was younger, but he was good. He was good, but not. I was bigger. I was stronger, and I win 
face-offs. I was a dirty fucking player because in junior high, Mr. Garrity, this friggin' Irishman, drunk Irishman, but he taught us all the dirty tricks, how to break people's wrists, how to bend elbows and hurt, you know, friggin' these gut checks that will take the breath out of you, all the soft spots in the armor. This guy was the best. Mr. Garrity ruled, ruled. So uh, he taught me how to how to use my my strength and my my weight and my size to win faceoffs just by overwhelming by basically if you're gonna fight me I'm snapping your fucking wrist that's how you know so I would win faceoffs and I would feed it man like I was good and we were we were an athletic team so we had speed we had grit we would fight you know from the hood and shit so. We had we had a good team, but we didn't. Um, the discipline wasn't there. Uh, but anyway, um, it was a good program though, because the guys the before me they won titles and shit. So it's a good program, and they're all, we're we were always in the playoffs and shit like that. We always had all counties go. I was in all county myself, um, and it was fun. Lacrosse was a lot of fun. So. Again, back to the acid. The guy gave me the acid. Are you ready? And I, I take the face off, and within like two minutes of running around, there was a there was a whistle. I went and grabbed some water, and then I turn around, and my friend's face is like kind of bloody. It wasn't bloody. It was only two minutes into the freaking game. No one got hit. There's no blood going on. I'm like, oh shit, and it wasn't there. I looked away. Or I blinked and looked away, and I looked back, and it wasn't there. He's all smiling. He's like, how you feeling? I'm like, what'd you give me? So as we're walking back to go take the, the walking back to go take the face off, uh, it would, and I remember because we're going to the defensive zone. Uh, it was like a penalty in the defensive zone. And we're walking back. Now he's an attackman. He stays at, at, at the midline and I have to go take it. And he's like, I have to go take the face off. And he goes to me and he's like, as we're walking, he's like, it was acid. I'm like, what? Why are you giving me acid for the game? He's like, no, you're going to have plenty of energy. You're going to be fine. So now it's in my mind. I'm like, I'm taking acid. I don't do drugs, blah, 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 blah. Like it's in my head. So I lose the face off. Uh, I lose the face off. And then I, I remember go playing the ball. So I go to the other guy that has the ball. And, um, you know, and it's in my mind. I'm running with him. But now I'm like, I feel like I'm not running. Like, I feel like I'm kind of, like, floating and shit. Like, I'm really light on my feet. Like, I have wings and shit, and I'm barely touching the ground. It was weird. Like, I felt like I was barely tiptoeing. Like, but it was amazing because I had the speed. So, he crosses the ball over. I stay with him, and then the ball, I, I don't know. It was some kind of, I didn't do a shift, but the ball crossed over. It was coming toward me, and I... People of my age, you remember Mad Balls? It was the balls with like the evil faces and the crazy faces. You young guys, freaking Google Mad Balls. And that's what I seen coming to me. And I duck. I duck. The ball goes out of bounds. And I kind of scream. So Keith is like, this kid that gave it to me he comes walking over to me. He's like laughing. And he's like, dude, keep it together. You're fine. I'm like, dude, it was mad balls. He's like, you know, it's not real, right? I was like, yeah, I saw your face and then your face, you know, he's like, you're fine. He's like, just concentrate on the games, get it out of your head, concentrate on the game, you're going to be fine. 
So we go over. The coach comes out. You're fine. You're okay. Why'd you duck? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I wasn't whatever. He's like, okay. He's like, you need. I don't. I didn't want to get subbed, so I just go straight. Uh, and then I had one of the best games of my fucking life. I was all over that field. It, it might have been, dude. It's like fucking water boy. You fucking retard. <laughs> Running around the freaking field, dude. I. I wasn't a trash talker. I was fucking talking, yapping, running everywhere. Dude, I had four assists that game, and I don't take a lot of shots on goal. Dude, I was whipping them on goal. I didn't have a goal that game. Uh, I hit the post a bunch of times. Like, I, I hated I hated taking shots in practice because if you take a shot on net, if you wound up from far away. Or even close, and you miss net. You got to go get that freaking ball like that. And I didn't want to go run and get the ball. I, I just hated it. So I didn't take a lot of shots. I liked setting up. I used to love setting up the play, making plays happen, making people move, just creating chaos. That's what I'd like to do when I was out there. So, but I had four assists. I set up so many plays. I, dude, the best fucking game. So after the game, keeps like, oh, I'm gonna give it to you. Every no, I'm not doing that shit again. I needed the distract, but I was all over the place. I didn't get sub. I had energy the whole game. It was crazy. It was amazing. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Um, damn, I went. Uh, where the hell? Why did I get onto me playing lacrosse? I was bringing that way. I was talking about my kid with friggin', with uh, you know, bring him to the dorm and shit. But it was hilarious. Now, the, there was one other funny thing. Uh, we say our goodbyes. You know, my wife's crying. She blamed it on me because I'm like, damn, now I'm going to cry. She's like, I wasn't going to cry, but now that you said it. And she was bawling, crying. It was so hilarious. And, uh, you know, so we we get off campus. I just get on the highway, and my son is calling. Now, me and my wife are, like, terrified. We're like, oh, my God, what the fuck already? Hello? She answers. She's like, What? And my wife, like, with, you know, with anything, she, like, grabs my arm. So I'm like, oh, my God, something horrible already happened. Like, is he fucking freaking out? Is he, like, is I, like what's going on? And she's like, what? You clogged the toilet? Dude, my kid clogged the fucking toilet. And he was embarrassed. He's like, I'm trying to plunge it. It ain't going down. There's shit and piss all over the floor. I don't know what to do. I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. I never, you know, never taught my kid how to unclog a toilet, you know. So, not that I ever had the opportunity to teach him how to clog a toilet, but embarrassing. So he just, he's, he's like, it, he just gets to it the first time. <laughs> you know, he's he's like in an element that he's not comfortable in. He's not used to, rather. Um, you know, he's the white guy, the new guy, and he takes a monster dump that. It won't fucking flush. Shit and piss everywhere. It was disgusting. So dad, super dad goes up. I go in there. I unclog it with the plunger. Disgusting. And I'm like, listen, we have to clean this. You have to clean this. He's like, well, what do I do? I'm like, well, I'm sure there's no cleaning supplies, right? Okay. So uh, I tell him, listen, you tell anyone. Now, luckily, when we come back, someone, they already left. There's only... Uh, one person there and uh, you know and I was like listen just sit over here and you know his room was right there so you hear anyone just don't use the bathroom uh, me and my wife we went to, to the supermarket 
to the grocery store and go get cleaning products because there's no cleaning products in the whole fucking place. Like, it's like things you take advantage of, right, when you're a kid because you don't realize. And his last few years, he had a dorm. Like, his first year, it was like a municipal friggin' bathroom and I guess, you know, I don't know who fucking cleaned it. And then the last year... Yeah, I'd say I don't even know. Like, you, you have to be responsible. At least keep, keep you clean. Yeah, you should clean. But there's, there are, like, maintenance people and shit in these dorms. Now, not in the townhouses. Dude, it's, it's an apartment. It's, a, you, 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 it's just you. There's no RAs. They, so my kids are going to love it because there's no RAs. There ain't no one. He's off, you know, he's on campus but off campus. You know, he's with fucking athletes with, like, you know, athletes from the school. So they're, like, star, you know, whatever. They're athletes. You know how fucking you chicks are with athletes and shit like that he's gonna have fun he's gonna have lots of fun i know it yeah the house is disgusting but isn't that the way it's supposed to be right i guess i can't deal with it it was disgusting but it reminded me of like me growing up and going to like to the hood and shit like one of my friends freaking houses and shit and how this guy had that same smell of blunt like i wanted to walk in and be like smells like blunt it's a party in here like i wanted to but i want again i don't want to be that like you know it would have been funny i guess but whatever but that was the, uh, you know, that was our adventures. But it was just funny because my kid fucking clogged the toilet. And that I can't, I, it's not, dude, I can't laugh enough. <laughs> that was his first thing. And I don't know if anyone knew, though. But the thing is that we were cleaning the bathroom and then, you know, people came in and shit after. So, um, <laughs> you know, they see white people cleaning their bathroom. It's like, you know, who are these fucking white people cleaning our bathroom? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, with that, like, that's the thing. I was like, man, I don't want to embarrass anyone. I don't want my kid to be embarrassed because, you know, he don't want that. He doesn't want that on, like, being the first thing. He's going to be known as the monster. Like, that would be his nickname. Like, like if it was me, his nickname would have been Monster Shit. And then it would ended up being, like, MS. You know, that would have been his name. And then, you know, if he was cool, it would have ended up being Monster. But his name would have been Monster Shits for at least, like, a month or two. Hey, what up, Monster Shits? That would have happened. So I didn't want that for my kid and shit. You know, me and the wife clean up and, you know, let him be. And, and everything was fine. You know, he met up with friends. You know, he was at. So everything's fine. So uh, I talked to him today. Be like, hey, how's your situation there? And he's, he was, he's fine. I'm like, I couldn't sleep. I was like, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do that. Like, even when, you know, it was my friends. I hung out and shit like that. But I could never get comfortable. Because that's not, it's not just, it's not the way I am. It's not the way I was brought up. So... Uh, I don't even like, you know, no smoking in the house. I ain't smoking weed in the house. Now it's Buffalo. You ain't smoking weed outside and it's college. I know, I know, I know. You know, it's like, you know, hey, you're, you're a fucking old man now. Yeah, I am. But uh, yeah, whatever it is, what it is, my kid's going to have fun. Oh, excuse me. He's going to have fun. He's going to do his thing. Oh, my gosh. I even eat. I haven't eaten in hours. Why do I have all this acid? Hold on. Drink a little water here. Gave blood. Got to drink a lot of water. So you got to drink a lot of water. And don't smoke. Well, the paper said don't smoke for two hours. She said don't smoke for two days. So I met in the middle. Well, more on my side. And I waited like six hours. And I smoked this bowl. Actually, I'm going to take one more hit. Because even though I didn't work for the daytime job, I'm doing my nighttime job. And I'm just pulling up. I mean, I'm sure you don't hear like the background noise from the, the car and shit. Oh man, it's good. But the wife and I, when we after we cleaned everything, we left. It was uh, I wanted to get home before twelve, 
Uh, we left there. It was like 5, 5.30 we left there. So we got home before 12. Uh, my, we stopped at this uh, place. And again, I told you my wife wanted like fucking cheese curds and shit from <laughs> Robin. But there's this um, uh, cheese factory there. Now it was closed. Uh, Yancey's Fancies, or Fancies Yancey's it's called. Really good cheese, though. Uh, of course, they were closed, but when we stopped at the rest area, they have, like, the local flavor shit, and they had the Yancey Fancies fucking cheese curds. So my wife bought, like, two bags of cheese curds. It was hilarious. So we had cheese curds, pistachios, and almonds on our trip home. That was, like, our dinner. Uh, we had, I, I, you know, Tim Hortons is, like, the shit up there. Fucking, I don't like Tim Hortons. The coffee. The coffee people. Tim Horton's coffee sucks a dick. All right. And I'm sure women like sucking dick. So in gay guys, you like sucking dick. You know, people that like sucking dick, you like it. I, I'm not mad at it. Whatever. So I guess, you know, you'd rather suck dick than drink coffee. Okay. I understand. This, this coffee sucks. This coffee sucks. So for me, the worst thing would be like, you know, any of that gay shit with guys. For me personally, not against it. Whatever you're into, you're into. Just, I don't want no part of that shit. Ugh. Like, how do you look at a man's hairy ass and find love? I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, um, That's where the coffee from Tim Hortons is. It's that. It took two hours till the first sign that I saw Dunkin' Donuts. And it's like eight. I'm waiting for... It's like it's like eight o'clock at that time when I finally seen. Yeah, so it was like, eh, so it was like three hours. It was like two and a half hours, three hours. So I seen a sign, and I'm not gonna go to any Dunkin' Donuts. I need the one that's on the signs, uh, for either a rest area or like you know this exit has this like these food places and this whatever, uh, because it's gonna be fresh coffee because people are gonna get off. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts, I'm gonna get off and I'm gonna get it. So it was fresh coffee, and I'm so glad I did. Also at this spot, because the coffee was amazing. Maybe it was because I was, we know coffee is a drug. If I don't drink coffee for two or three days, I get a headache. I get a headache for two, like for a whole day until I put coffee in me. So it's a drug. Um, so maybe I didn't have my preferred drug, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, for over 24 hours. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Like I'm making a big deal out of 24 hours. Um, but... It was so good. It would it it was an amazing coffee, and that's when I gassed up and shit because it just happened to be yeah. So it was like three hours in. Um, I was, you know, I was around the half tank, but I was like, it, it takes about a tank and a half to get back and forth uh, in in our vehicle. So, um, you know, that was our stop at the pistachios and the cheese curds, dude. We both knocked. My wife had a buffalo, uh, buffalo uh, spiced. Cheese curd and I had pepper jack. That shit was so good. We ate the whole bag and then we shared a bag of pistachios. We ate the whole fucking shit in like the seven hours. And we smoked so much fucking weed. We smoked. I had a like maybe a, a nice big bud, bud maybe it was about a gram. You know, we just, you know, we we blast off in friggin' in the bowls and shit. And we had a good, you know, we had a fun trip back. We made fun of my fucking, my, my monster shit's kid and uh, the whole situation. Like, Every time I saw any kind of sign that had like, you know, Weedston Tin this, I'm like, oh, that's the name of his townhouse. That's the name of his apartment. You know, like all that dumb shit. Every time I would see anything that was remotely with weed or uh, there's this one that's I think called Nero, but from far away it looks like Negro. Like I think someone like 
painted in a G, so it said Negro. So I'm like, oh, there's, there's our kids' roommates. And, you know, it's a lot. You can be racist when it's just you and your wife, okay? If I, there are texts of between me and my wife that is so racist. It's not black, it's like with anything. It could be against each other, you know, Italians. She's Italian, I'm Portuguese, make fun of each other. You know, black, she works, she she works a couple of like, she works two jobs, but they're not full-time because of my my kids. So she works a couple of part-time jobs. She does well, you know, but uh, on her weekend, uh, she has to deal with a lot of people and it's in a Jewish uh, town. So the joke, the Jew jokes that I put, my gosh, you guys would get me fired. You people on the internet would get me so fired if you seen my texts between my wife and I. That's how bad that shit is. <laughs> uh, oh man! But you know that was it between that and my Jerry Dewey. That was like my adventures and shit. Um, you know, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, as I said before, you people that live in the north. How the f- Why? Why? I mean, I guess it is cheaper to live. Uh, I just, I can't deal with that. It's just too cold. Like, I was, I romanticized living up there, like Michigan, by the Great Lakes, even by Buffalo, like in the summertime. It's not, like, there's some nice towns. There's some nice shit up there. Like, I like, I like the seclusion also. Like, I, I'm just done with this overpopulation. Like, living on, like, where I live in Long Island, so fucking populated. Like, people that live in LA and, Oh, I don't know how you guys fucking do. It's just too much, you know. I mean, I'm I'm over it. I'm done. Um, but I can't. It's too nope. Too cold. Too cold. Like that wind. That wind effects is too fucking cold. I'll deal with. I'll deal with ocean wind anytime. That shit's warmer, uh, and I like the smell of salt water. So, um, you know, I don't know. Like I love New England. New England's like that. It's fucking expensive, man. Fuck that shit. Who wants to live in Maine? Like, Maine. Who wants to live in Maine? No one lives to... Moves to Maine. I'm going to move to Maine. Like, I've never heard anyone say, I'm going to move to Maine. You know, even Vermont. Vermont. Vermont gets snow in a town. You can't get to in and out of towns for, like, weeks. You know, like, you you are survivors and shit. You have to live, like, that survivor life and shit. So, I don't know, man. Maybe Pennsylvania is a good move because you're not dealing with, like, effects. Just dealing with, like... Still snow. I, I I don't mind. I hate the snow. I hate the fucking cold. I'm don't. I'm done. But I gotta live. My wife wants to live close to her family, so uh, I have to kind of stay in the northeast area. It seems, uh, you know. Uh, so I'm still struggling with that. But that that that, that fucking Buffalo. You people that live up there. You people are fucking. Now I understand the fucking beards because I, you know, I don't I don't understand the beards. There's a few people on uh, uh, that that probably even listening to this that loves beards and I don't get it. It's the, they're disgusting. They smell, uh, Oh, the flavor saver. That's disgusting. Like when I grow it too long and then I smell what I ate early, I don't like that shit. And I clean the shit. I shampoo it. I condition it. Why? Why? What am I? A chick that I got to shampoo and condition extra shit. I got to fucking shampoo my friggin' hair. And I'll condition it. Sometimes I got to scrub my body. That's enough fucking work. Okay. I shave, or I, I like to keep it. I, I like to keep that almost five o'clock shadow all the time. So I got the trimmer on that light shit. I like a goatee a lot of the times. Uh, if I want to look different, I'll just shave it all off and go clean shaven because it makes me look younger. Um, but that's it. I ain't fucking doing all. Even my fucking. I, you know, I'm in a shower. I'll shave my balls because you gotta do it in the shower, guys. No need to put 
No need. I mean, you know, soap it up, lather it up, soap it up with some shampoo and shit. But use just a, a razor. You know, just use a good razor. Don't use that freaking throwaway shavers. Like, I do the Dollar Shave Club. Um, that's what I do. I don't... I'm not getting paid by Dollar Shave Club. They're not advertising here. That's what I use because it's freaking cheap. That Gillette shit is so expensive. You know, but, you know, you got to get that three, four, five razor, a good quality one. And it's worth it. You know, you shave your balls. You shave your as you get older, women. When guys get older, hair grows on the shaft. It's disgusting. Like how? Like I understand how back in the day, like not wanting to suck guys' dicks that old. But now, you know, now we everyone shaves and keeps it clean and everything like that. You know, as far as nice, nice, you're not getting friggin' friggin' hair in between your teeth. But guys, all you young guys, wait. It's horrendous. It's horrifying. Like when you first see the gray hair. Like, the gray hair comes on the bottom of your chin. Happens to, like, almost everyone. Then you'll get a couple of gray hairs on top. It's horrifying. And then you get extra hair grown out of your ears. And not from the inside of your ear. Yeah, and some nasty wolfman guys do. Yeah, that happens. But, like, I'm saying, like, on, on the side ears. Like, you know, not the ear lobes. But, yeah, the ear lobes not whole, like, side. Like, hair grows out. Like the top of the air. Like why? It never did. Now I got I got to shave that shit. But you know. But uh, as far as like you know, shave your ball, shave your taint with a fucking straight razor right in the shower. It doesn't nick it. It doesn't do. You know. That's my tip for today. You know. Not only am I a hero and I should be wearing a cape. I'm giving you ball shaving lessons for you guys that don't know. Just do it in the shower with a good quality razor. You're good. You're good to go. And everything's all nice. Uh, and even that, when I trim my friggin' beard, I'll trim my friggin' my uh, my pubic shit because you know, uh, what are we savages now? You know, my wife keeps it clean for me, so I gotta keep it all nice for her. You know, I mean, it's a give and take. Uh, you know, don't be a savage, guys. It's just nasty. I would imagine, like I would, I'm horrified. Like I'm horrified. But you know, I'm not gonna sit there and spend an extra hour grooming my beard. Like what the fuck? That's not, you know, what kind of a fucking, no, no. I mean, it's one thing if it was like back in the day and shit and we don't have the utensils, you know, the, the tools and the showers and all these hair care products and shit. All right, now, I, I, whatever, to each their own. I just don't get it, okay? Unless you're a fucking Viking coming off a fucking Viking ship with a friggin' Viking axe. I, I don't want to hear it with a friggin' beard, all right? Fucking shave that shit off, okay? All right, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you so much to all you guys that are listening. I do appreciate it. I really do. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, anyone wants to shoot the shit with me, uh, Blue Knots on Twitter, three O's and an S at the end. Um, Blue Knot Radio at gmail.com. Send an email if you want to bullshit. Anyone has any uh, crazy friggin' dorm stories and shit you want to share? Uh, by all means, email me or there's a hotline. You can reach the hotline. I'll never remember this number. It is 234-755-2576. Again, the hotline, 234-755-2576. I was trying... I was trying... uh, Obviously, this is just me shooting the shit, being stoned, driving. Uh, I would like to get a, a guest or two on here of people that 
I think it would be great. Uh, I just haven't reached out. One guy, he had like a whole month of January off, and I just haven't had the time. You know, so I'm sorry, Lobo. But we'll, you know, we're definitely gonna shoot the shit for an hour. Um, uh, maybe you won't be in your hometown where it's like you'll put a, they'll get a gun to your head <laughs> if you're smoking weed and shit. So maybe in your travels, we'll, uh, you know, we're gonna have to do a stoned uh, podcast together, and uh, maybe we'll, you know. And bring back the glory days of fucking the jerky boys. (laughs) All right, people. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Shave your balls. Shave your beard. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck your mother too. Love you. Bye.